0: Alright, happy Friday. Welcome to the Anthem Daily Podcast. My name is Bert Alcorn. Today is Friday, June 26. We are finishing our series this week. This week, we just took a look at Psalm 23 and have just been trying to understand how the truths about God and about us because of who God is in Psalm 23 shape how you and I live today. Uh, And Psalm 23 has two images, two motifs that are preoccupying the verses here. In verses one through four, it's this image and motif of God as a good shepherd. So he's providing daily for us, for our needs, um, protecting us, guiding us, leading us, bringing restoration and refreshment. And verses five and six have this motif as God is a good host. So a generous um, host of abundance. That is uh, providing well and lavishly for us. And so today we're looking at verse six, but before we look at verse six, let's read the whole psalm. So if you're in a spot to grab your Bible, uh, to open it up, go to Psalm 23. If not, listen and I will read it over you. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, He leads me beside still waters. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Today, we're looking at verse 6. The rounding out of this beautiful psalm directing us to the pastoral nature of our good God, who provides richly, lavishly for us, who's protecting us, guiding us, walking with us, and will not Leave us. And the very end of this psalm brings us confidence and encouragement. It says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Maybe a more literal translation is, Only goodness and mercy follows me forever. This is confidence and encouragement. It's certainty for those who follow after God that no matter what, goodness is not opposed to hardship, mercy not opposed to pain, but no matter what, goodness and mercy follows us every single day of our lives. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We are in his presence forever. It's been said by one commentator on this verse that a, uh, a sinful man uh, maybe enters into the house of the Lord to offer a prayer and then quickly leaves. But only a prophet and only those saved by God can and want to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm, I'm wondering how many of us actually want to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Do you want that? Why? Why not? The invitation of the Christian life is to be with Jesus. Jesus seemed to think the pinnacle of everything was being with his father. Why do so many of us not want to be with Jesus? Why do so many of us run from times of silence and solitude with him or avoid prayer and scripture reading, avoid being shaped by him? I wonder why that is. I don't know if I have an answer. Let's just get the out loud wonderings of Bert here. But there's a promise at the end of Psalm 23. For those who follow God, goodness and mercy follows all the days of our life. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I think to some that is encouragement and that is life-giving and it is water on a hot day. And I think for others, that vision of dwelling with God forever is not so great. And I'm wondering if it's because we have a warped view of God, or probably we have a warped view of what real happiness and joy actually is. We are too easily satisfied with the comforts of this world to long for the presence of God. And I wonder if that's you today, too easily satisfied by a nicer car, a happy family, enough money in the bank account, a meaningful career, good surf on the weekends or good camping trip. I wonder if you are too easily satisfied by the things of this world to long for the presence of God. I'm going to invite you into a meditation, but I'm also going to pray for you. So all, the meditation here is meditate on the goodness of God and the goodness of the mercy he has for you, both in salvation and in everyday moments. Um, and, and ask and answer, what does it mean to you that we have a secure dwelling place with God, the, the creator of everything, we have that secured. Now, that's the invitation into a meditation and maybe a few questions to answer. But I'm going to pray for you in particularly and i'm going to pray very purposely that the comforts of the world would not satisfy you or me any longer. Jesus, as we are faced with what is maybe for many of us a throwaway end of a psalm, but is actually really stirring and convicting. I'm going i i ask by by the power of your holy spirit that you would take away our ultimate satisfaction in the things of this world that whatever the comforts are or the blessings are or the happiness of this world is for us that it would it would pale in comparison to your presence would you make us far less satisfied with the things of this world so we can be far more hungry for your presence I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Psalm 23, layers and layers and layers of richness to be mined. I would encourage you, I did a few days ago, memorize this Psalm. It's a short one and it's one that will will not disappoint, Will, will be the gift that keeps on giving, to have that implanted in your mind. Memorize it. Come back to it. Just because it's familiar doesn't mean it has. It doesn't have more for you, and more for your life with God in it. And maybe as you're going back and and working through the psalm, stop and pause at those areas that are are less easy to run past. Maybe the areas that are harder, the areas that are that that maybe raise some questions for you. Stop there and dig in there. I think that would be a worthwhile investment for you, uh, even this weekend. Like, what line in Psalm 23 really ruffled your feathers? And sit in that this week. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Sit in it. Go on an investigation. Study more. Pray more. Like, get into it with God and see what He wants to show you. But that's it for today and for this week with Psalm chapter 23. Uh, And because it's Friday, this is my weekly reminder and invitation for anyone listening to uh, engage and be a part of your local church community this weekend. Uh, I've said it, I'll say it today, I've said it again before, this is the easiest and hardest time ever to attend church. It's never been easier to attend church because you can do it with your jammies on from your couch, but it's also never been harder because there are so many new and fresh distractions. And I would encourage you make the Sunday gathering a priority. However, your church is approaching Sundays right now. And I know every church is different and the season is weird and crazy and it's nobody's ideal, but your preferences really don't matter. That's not what this is about. So make a point to be engaged with your local church community this Sunday, and not just sit and watch and consume, but find ways to participate and be a blessing. Be praying for others in your church. Participate in there. If there's a chat room, if there's a live chat, participate there. Be praying for people. Be asking for prayer. Give and give generously. Um, Reach out to those who may be slipping through the cracks or may be isolated. Like Do your part and be the church, even this weekend even when most of us are meeting in ways that is not our preference. And so go be a part of your local church community and we'll be back Monday with another episode of the Anthem Daily Podcast. Love you all, praying for you all. Thank you so much for listening. Share if this is at all helpful for you and if you have other people in mind for whom this would be helpful. Have an amazing weekend. See you guys.